Um, Tony, how's it going, man? Uh, you know, I mean, just kind of taking it day by day. That's that's really the best I can I can explain it. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, like I said, I explained this in the email, right? I'm I'm a fitness coach, and you know, I've been I've been a fan of your work with Precision Nutrition for quite a while, uh, and. Really, it was Dr. Bard that really got me into this years, years ago, uh, just reading his articles and everything. So it's just, it's, I'm just at an interesting, I don't know how to explain, just an interesting point where, like, I'm just, 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 I guess just at a standstill. I'm kind of lost in terms of, like, what I want to do. I've been doing this for, for 10 years, and like, like I just told you just now, I'm just kind of taking it day by day right now. It, uh, but I'm at a loss in terms of that. I just I haven't felt inspired or excited to coach in in, in months, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it, it's, it's definitely related with a lot of other things. But, you know, I, I'm very inspired with what you two are doing and, and accomplishing just in terms of just, just living your life, uh, creating a successful business in terms of you being able to dictate all the all the parameters in terms of how you want to live, where you want to live, all that kind of stuff. I think that's amazing. And, you know, I'm, I'm inspired with that. Yet, I guess that's also probably another thing where I've kind of grown out of my my uh, my own desire to coach because I feel almost like I'm just stuck. You know, it's mm-hmm. just if my clients are going to, if my clients are going to work out, it's going to be with me and, you know, I've attempted to bring in other people, yet every time I do that, I, I get a drop-off in, in client retention. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess that's, it's, it's just like I said, it's, it's, it's a whole conglomerate. It's, 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 uh, it's, I mean, it's obviously not just one one solitary reason. There's a whole, whole bunch of uh, factors going into this. But, yeah, right now I'm just kind of taking it day by day, still doing the same thing where I'm seeing my clients and, and just kind of, I don't know. I mean, well, just kind of, yeah, I guess that's, that's about what I can say. Yeah, man. Well, let's, uh, I mean, I think Jason and I are basically going to spend this time just asking you some questions. Like, I don't, I mean, just to set the stage for, for this, right? This is kind of just an experimental call. Like, I saw your email and um, I wanted to see if you wanted to jump on the phone, so I'm glad that you were that you were willing to do that. And I don't I don't know what we're going to be able to accomplish here, but hopefully, hopefully you find you know some of what we talk about valuable. And we're just going to ask you questions. Feel free to ask us questions. Um, but like, sure. so how you so you've been you've been a you've owned your own business for ten years. Like, is that is that accurate? Uh, I've been a fitness coach for 10 years. I mean, I started out just kind of like the regular route in terms of just working at a commercial gym or just doing internships and then doing a, working at a commercial gym. Uh, I've owned my own business for the last six and a half years though. Okay. And so that's like, is it enough to support you right now? Like, like, I mean, uh, are, are you like, are you putting food on the table? Like uh, this is like a business that's doing all right. Yes, yes and no. Um, I, I I have the the basics and the, the basics kind of set. Although mm. it, at, at a point last year, I just kind of 
for lack of another word, I just got depressed with everything. I just kind of got to this 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 standstill where I just kind of realized, like, I, well, I just just realized I wasn't happy and I didn't know if I wanted to keep doing this. Uh, so I did a number of things just to see if I would be re-inspired. And so basically, what I ended up doing is I just put a lot of I just I just did, I just did a lot of traveling uh, to to uh, various parts of the United States to visit family, visit friends. I did international traveling, Mexico, uh, Tahiti, just just to get out of here, see if you know I would be uh, see if something would spark. And you know my business was doing about the same as it's now. It's where it was just I was just I had enough to get the necessities taken care of. Although with all the extra traveling and everything, so I, I've accumulated debt, and that's that's just put on a little bit more of a toll on on things. Although yes. The business right now is just sustainable, so I can take care of just the necessities right now. So, Tony, um, when you when you talk about your business, it it sounds like you you know you you talk about it like you've sort of lost the spark, like the the thing that made it exciting. And what I'm what I'm wondering is, like, do you do you remember a time when when that spark existed? Yeah, I mean, there was. A couple of years ago, and I I I I know that this is very much tied in. Like I said, there's definitely no one solitary reason. But a couple of years ago, I was in a a long-term relationship, and I just remember at that point in in the business, I was I was like 100% focused and all in. I mean, that's really all I could think about, and that was to the detriment of the relationship I was in as well. Although you know, I didn't come to figure out until after the relationship ended. I mean, I was all in because, like, that was my way to provide. Like, that was how I could, you know, protect us financially. That's the way I could provide for us and our future future family. Like, that was was my contribution. And I didn't really realize that until, you know, after the relationship ended when I was doing a lot of reflecting and things. But I wonder, like, I mean... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. So what what I was going to ask is, um, do you feel like the uh, like so that that spark and when you were really excited? So it sounds like part of it was because you wanted to you know be a good partner, and you were trying to to you know create a way for you to provide and and kind of do your part in the relationship. Um, and then it, I I wonder like it, obviously it, you you're speaking in the past tense, so I assume that that relationship uh, ended. And when you um, when you look back, like was it was it the absence of a relationship that like you were doing it all because you wanted it to to be like sustainable in the relationship, or was it other things as well? Like when you did this, were there parts of it that you really enjoyed? Um, and like you know maybe that that kind of stuff has has started to to fade away. Like I, I guess what I'm getting at ultimately here is. What like what do you feel has been changing where something that used to bring you a lot of fulfillment and joy has started to become more of a like you know, you said depressing and, and that it's kind of like a day by day affair now. Okay, yeah, I mean I mean besides the impetus of being in that relationship to and that, that will to create to or to provide, uh I used to just get the I used to be fulfilled in terms of just being a catalyst for change for the better for my clientele, you know, just, just being able to provide uh, the accountability, the coaching, 
the knowledge to to make a difference and you know that 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 worked for for a while although i guess you know one of the things i just got frustrated with is that maybe my expectations that have been too high because i just wasn't seeing the same amount of I wasn't creating the same amount of success stories as I was as I was hoping. You know, I wasn't. I was. I guess I was just, just struggling in terms of relating to my clientele. Uh, you know, just Dr. Vardy talked about this in, in a in a video on on his site where he, he ended up saying like, you know, people that get into the fitness industry are are very unique, different types of people. I mean, we like to work out, all that kind of stuff. Um, yet. You know, a majority of people aren't like that, and you know that's that's why they see people like us. And you know that I mean that when I when I heard that I was just and that was very recently when I heard that I just realized like wow I mean he's 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 completely right because none of my clients enjoy this and I guess up until that point like which was just only a couple of weeks ago when I heard that I was just getting frustrated with them in terms because I couldn't really relate and I just I. You know, I lost that beginner mindset of what it must be like for them to come into this with mm-hmm. with very little prior knowledge. And so I guess that's a big part of it. You know, I just, I was, I lost my ability to relate. I got frustrated. I wasn't getting their results uh, because, you know, they're not me. So I couldn't expect them to do the sure. similar things that I was doing. Uh, do you- so it just over time, I've just got changed from the whole coaching process. Do you think like the the way that you just talked about it just now is uh do you do you feel like there's some kind of like knowledge gap like something that you feel like you're missing whether it's just like a piece of psychology about like what you just said recently like how you you know you kind of have this light bulb moment where you realize your clients I mean they're paying you to help uh, for your help but they're not like you right like they don't necessarily enjoy working out or trying to eat healthy at least right away right like they know it's good for them but they, they may not like i don't know be excited or passionate about it the way that you may be and i'm wondering like was part of it like you're just tired of coaching people or was it you didn't feel like you could get them the kind of results that they were paying you for and you just couldn't relate to their personality type like, like is there something like if you were to fix a couple of those do you think things would be better or do you think you would still be kind of jaded on the fitness industry and your, and your business right now? Like if you could, if you could confidently get someone into your gym, see things from their point of view and help them make a couple fundamental changes, would that, would that fix for lack of a better word, this, this thing, or would there still be a big piece missing? I think if I were to answer completely honestly, I think if I had, like, say, five clients that came in, I think I would be reinvigorated for a little while. Although I don't, I don't know if that would last. Mm. I, 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 I think what you just said, you know, are you just tired of coaching? You know, when you said that, I mean, that kind of, that kind of sunk in a little bit for me. So to to ask maybe a, a different question to to maybe lead toward um, a different line of thought here is wh- what do you feel right now is missing? So like you know when you when you talk about your job and um, you, kind of your situation and you feel that it's just not 
you, you know, you said you feel stuck and, and it's, you've been depressed about it. Um, that, that typically, you know, in, in addition to the, the things that we are doing, it, it tends to point also to some things that are absent. And so I'm, I'm wondering, like, do you have in your head a, uh, a list of things that like you wish you had time to do or things that you do, but you don't do enough of, or, you know, that kind of thing. Like if you, if you do that, that exercise of what does a perfect day look like, um, do you, do you kind of have a picture in your head of, of what you would, what you would like to be doing that, like what would remove this feeling? Yeah, I think, well, when all this started kind of erupting for me, uh, I already, I already mentioned, you know, I was, I started doing more traveling and everything just, uh, I also took, um, I also cut my, my coaching hours and just kind of spent more time on just, I guess in, in a way I was just being more selfish just with my time and just spending it doing things that I just enjoyed. So my hobbies. And it kind of, I think that's what your question is alluding to, like what my day would look like. And uh, the perfect day scenario for me would just basically be where, you know, I'm getting up, I'm not rushing out to get to the studio or anything like that. You know, I'm just kind of getting up, going through my routine, my morning routine without feeling rushed, which would include um, just things like meditation, things like just uh, reading and, and writing. And at that point, you know, I mean, I'm not sure exactly where else to go from there, but, you know, I've filled my days lately with uh, just a lot of uh, music playing. So I, I have a bass guitar. I play a lot of bass guitar. That's one of my hobbies. Another hobby of mine is motorcycle riding. So I find that I can lose a lot of hours or, you know, a lot of hours just fly right by if I'm just immersed in riding my motorcycle or playing my bass guitar or hiking. Um, just kind of getting myself out in nature. So let me ask you, let me ask you a question. I, I, I have two, which is, I think I'm curious where this goes, but the first one is, uh, you took a couple of trips, like you said, around the States and then also to Tahiti and to Mexico. Did you feel like that made any difference or did you feel like that same kind of like sinking sensation, even during or or shortly after your travels like did that i guess what i'm asking is like was that an antidote or was it the same mm, i will say that for me those all those trips that that i went on I, a large part of it was to a large part was was just dealing about relationships just my my relationships in terms of in terms of my my uh, my family, because uh, a lot of the trips that I took to the United States, to the mainland, were to visit family, and they're they're spread out all over the place. So I guess the the biggest benefit for me was just just strengthening the relationships I already have with with my family, uh, mm -hmm. reconnecting with them, you know, because some of them I haven't seen in over five years. Uh, with the trip to Tahiti, that was with uh, a big group of friends, and so. That was just an amazing trip just to take with them, just to strengthen that relationship that I have, that friendship that I have created with them. And then the, the one to Mexico was just because that's one of my, that's that's my heritage. I'm Mexican, so I just wanted to kind of explore a little bit more into 
my family's roots, who I am, that kind of thing. So I, it, for me, all of those trips have been worthwhile uh, just because I feel more connected with, uh, you know, just who I am and, and all the people around me. Sure. Do you mind if I ask my I know that question? It, uh, go ahead. What's go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, Sorry, there's a, there's a bit of a lag time with the, uh, with the conference, so my apologies if I interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just going to end real quickly that I know that each, each trip kind of enhanced who I am now. And I'm not going to say that I, that it, it affected necessarily anything in terms of, uh, it hasn't affected anything in terms of how I view myself in my career or my finances. In fact, you know, I, it took away a little bit of both with career and finances because of the time, because of the money. Although I thought at, at the time it was necessary and it's in the, in the, in the long run, I know it's going to be, well, I feel like it was worth it in the long run. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you a second question. And uh, this may be a horrible question. So we'll just preface it with that. Uh, so yeah, cause I feel like we're getting a little morose here and I think it's, you talked about like your business, you've been a coach for 10 years. Um, if you were to like, how would it feel to not run your own business anymore, but to work in the fitness industry? Just what do you, what do you think about that? Like take away some of the responsibility of the business, but still be coaching in the fitness industry. Just honest thoughts. Honestly, I've actually thought about that. I've thought a lot about that. And another uh, question, one more. So how would it feel to not have a business at all or to work in the fitness industry, but to have a different career or a job that you went to, but that you still had a lot of time to go hike and play the bass guitar and stuff like that? Like, how would that feel like working you know, people look down on like a nine to five or whatever, but for a lot of people, um, myself included at some parts of my life, like it's, you know, it's necessary. It's a thing that I wanted to do because I had, you have other, other things that you want to do with your time. I'm just curious, like, how does that feel? Like not being in the fitness industry, not owning your own business, doing a job that, you know, you, you're good at, but you, you know, you may or may not love, but that you get time to do the other things. How does that feel? I mean, I've, I, I have thought a lot about that actually quite a bit in terms of whether I work in the fitness industry, just not owning a business, or like you said, I, I worked completely out of the industry. Uh, and to be honest, within the last couple of weeks, I put in applications just for part-time jobs. <laughs> and I don't, I, I mean, I have mixed feelings about this, but I put in applications to places like Starbucks because I, I enjoy coffee. Um, to places like Starbucks, Whole Foods, obviously because of the, the you know, it's just a healthier supermarket. Uh, I, I got to be honest, man. I feel like the, the reason I ask these questions is because I mean, we all have our own ideas of what success means or what it means to have made it, you know, like whether that's financially or, I don't know, like control our schedules or whatever, right? But 
like I, and I, we're not going to come to any definitive answers at the end of this, but what Jason and I would like to do is just be able to kind of supply some questions. And it's interesting that you've already kind of taken some steps because like, I mean, maybe what, what we need to figure out is like, is the business itself salvageable? Like, is it something that you, like, if you found a way to make it work, would you still want to do it? Or is it something that like, you feel like you need to cut and like what what kind of test can you get maybe a small like maybe a part-time job or something i mean i don't i don't know but it's interesting to think about it this way right because it just seems like you're not that happy with it jason what do you think well so what i'm uh this actually tony what you're going through right now reminds me a lot of of kind of what i did in in 2013 and in the beginning of 2014 which was i had spent a while uh building up an agency and that agency was like, it was my baby. I was there 90 hours a week. I, you know, like I had employees, my whole reputation, my income, everything was tied up in this business. And I just, I hated it. Like I just, I felt, I felt like shit when I had to go to work. I wasn't excited about the work I was doing anymore. I, you know, I found myself like, resenting my clients who weren't getting the results I thought they should get and like dreading having calls with people. There's all the stuff that used to be really fun and exciting had had taken this dark turn and it didn't Mm -hmm. seem fun or exciting anymore. And I found myself like frequently in the, in the position of thinking, God, wouldn't it be nice if I just didn't do this anymore? And I would very seriously consider, I, I had a couple conversations with Nate where I was like, man, I think I might just quit and get a job as like a bartender. Yeah, we've both, just, we've so both like, been in that stage, man. Some, some <laughs> kind of job where I could be at work on my shift. And then when I am done with my shift, I get to go home and I don't have to think about it. And I don't have to worry about whether or not things are okay when I'm not there. It just is what it is. And, mm-hmm. um, and so what, what ultimately happened for me and what um, what I think might be a, a possible solution was I, I had to look at what it was that was making me miserable about my business. And it wasn't actually the business. I did like the work, um, but the way I was doing the work was wrong. And some of the people that I was trying to do the work for weren't a good match for me. And so what I realized was that the the work was good, but the approach was wrong. So I, I ultimately sold my agency um, and I, I like downsized my whole business, you know, like dropped my number of clients to, you know, basically one and um, it did a lot less work. And I kind of knew like I was giving up a bunch of money and I was giving up control and I was giving up. Um, the ownership of the agency and like all this stuff that that seemed it felt really like it was like a visceral reaction. I just I recoiled from it because I was like, no, 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 I worked so hard to get all this, I can't let it go. Um, but once I once I did it, I, I realized what I wanted and what was missing that was making me miserable was I was spending so much of my time at work that I was ignoring. Um, in my case, it was my health. It was my relationships with my like my family. I never talked to any of them. Didn't see any of my friends. I you know I didn't sleep enough. Like everything that that wasn't work had taken a back seat. And when I re when I rearranged that, and I like reprioritized what was important and started focusing on okay, well I'm gonna have time to spend with my friends. Like no matter what, that gets scheduled first. I'm gonna make sure that I have time to spend with my family. That gets scheduled first. And work. 
get scheduled in the time around the things that are critical to me. Um, so, you know, you mentioned like bass guitar and motorcycles and, and going hiking, like, uh, in, in my case, I wanted to make sure that I had time to travel and that I had time to, you know, spend with my friends phone and screen free. Um, and so I scheduled it that way. And I, I fully expected that my career was going to just nosedive and fall apart. And what I actually found was that, I mean, I lost a couple clients. Um, and, and this was before I sold the agency entirely, but I, I lost a couple clients, but for the most part, nobody noticed. And um, my life improved like a thousand percent. And I found that I found that interest in the job again. Like I cared again about what I was doing. So I don't know if that's kind of the situation you're in where like the, the job itself isn't the problem, but the situation under which you're doing the job uh, is the problem. Or, you know, if, if it's more like what Nate was saying, where maybe it's time for a full change of direction. But I just kind of wanted to offer like my own experience with that because it sounds really familiar to me. And it's, it's something that I've been through before. Um, I don't know. Like, what, how did that hit your ears? Did that, did that seem familiar? Oh yeah, I mean, it seems. Uh, yeah, it sounds it sounds very familiar, actually. That's that's kind of where I'm just kind of in a in a holding, like I'm just going day to day because I'm uh, just thinking about this. It could be that it could be either solution where maybe I have to get out of this field entirely. But then the other the other side of me is like I I mean I still love fitness. I like I, I love. Uh, for me, I, I love the, I love the nutrition. I love the, the, the weightlifting aspect. I mean, I compete in Olympic weightlifting. That's another, another aspect to it. And I love that sport in itself. I mean, I love, I love everything about it. So I, I, I question too, if I, if it's not in the coaching, in the day-to-day grind at, at a gym, that kind of thing, then what, what, how else can I contribute to this, to this field? How else can I, you know, uh, still find a way to stay in this and be inspired and, and and support others, but just in a different manner. And that's, that's, that's something I'm, I'm very much questioning right now. I'm just not sure. Well, and another thing too, right? Like at the end of the day, you got to have something that meets the basic needs. Like you need to make enough money to pay your rent, get food on the table. You said you had some debt that you accrued through traveling or whatever, right? So like, Sure. Like you have you have some priorities you got to do too, right? So it's like it's like, it's like you're really trying to find this balance between really questioning the kind of work that you're doing, whether it's in a company or whether you have your own business, how much you're working, all that. Like what 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 the what the net effect is of that, and like what you're trying to accomplish, and then just trying to like eliminate any unnecessary amount of work that you don't value and that doesn't contribute to the thing that you need which is just you know enough money to to live the the kind of lifestyle that you want to live right now so i'm just it's really interesting to me and and i'm glad jason told that little anecdote because i remember when he was going through that part uh you know a couple years ago and that's why i asked those three questions to begin with so i wanted to try to get like take a take a pulse and just see like is it is like if you had if you had the knowledge to like, or, or whatever, and maybe you don't lack the knowledge, but like if you had the ability to kind of get the transformation results that you, that you want to, like you mentioned that, like, would things be better? If you could better connect with your clients, would that make a lot of like, is that like the lead domino or is that like the main thing that you would need to do? Or 
you know, is it a new change of scenery? Like, I don't know, getting a job at Starbucks or whatever. For a lot of people, I think it may seem like a step backwards, but if it opens up some new ideas for you and maybe you get to connect with people again uh, in, in a different way, I mean, I can't say it's a bad move. You know what I mean? I can't say it's a good move either. It's just, it, it's tough in this situation. Well, yeah, it's, it's right. a move. Like there's no, yeah. there's no, like in a career, there's not really like a good move or a bad move. I don't that's, believe because that's a, that's a great I, point. It's always, you know, you're just accumulating experience. And if you, if you're in a situation right now where taking a job at Starbucks gives you a more stable schedule and gives you the, you know, enough money to get by and leaves plenty of time for you to do music and motorcycles and hiking and travel, then like, how would that be a bad move? Um, the, you know, the, but there might be a way I wonder like to kind of experiment with this because you, exactly. you're at the, you're at the precipice of, um, like burning it all down. Right. So the, there's option a, which is like struggle through it and just kind of stay the course and, and see if things can get better. And then there's option B, which is fuck it, like close down the, the personal training business and, and do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of people that can feel like those are the only two options, but I, I wonder if there's a, like an option C and maybe an option D and E where instead of, of fully burning it down, you just kind of experiment with it because if you're ready to walk away, then there's no harm in trying something. Right. Um, but rather than just immediately killing it, what if you were to say, and maybe there's some clients who just particularly bring you down or who are just like obviously not motivated and that ruins your motivation as a coach. Maybe you just get rid of your troublesome clients and and then instead dedicate that extra energy to your your most promising clients, the ones who are getting the results and who like make you feel good because you feel like you did a good job and they're getting the results they wanted. Um, or maybe just like scaling back by a couple sessions or, um, you know, getting a few shifts at Starbucks and, a, and keeping a few personal training clients and making sure that you like leave your mornings open for meditation and reading and that you leave your evenings open so that you have time to like get to the gym on your own and, and do some things that are, you know, just for you keep up with your family and friends. Um, but somewhere in there, I think there's, there's a spectrum. And if you find somewhere in the middle of it, you can, you can kind of edge toward things that might make you happier without having to burn the whole thing down and start from scratch. And the other option, just to throw another one out there, because I just, it's the, I think it's interesting. And it's something, I mean, you know, Tony and I are in the fitness industry. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even know if I consider myself in the fitness industry that much anymore, but uh, definitely was, you know, very much a part of it. Um, and there's like this notion that like you'd like fire clients. And I still think that's like a, I still think there are some people that are just difficult, maybe impossible to work with, but it seemed earlier, Tony, you're talking about like maybe having like this, uh, like you weren't able to get them good results. And I don't know if this is an option, but if, if, if those five options are on the table, I think option number six too is like, what kind of, what kind of knowledge do you think that you need to get? And what's a really quick way to, to get it and to test it where maybe you help a client that's really struggling that you hate working with? Like, is there a way to test it for a week or two and try to like see it from their perspective and, and make one small incremental amount of progress. And it may not be worth it, but like what I wanted to point out, and I think what Jason was saying too, is like there are always more than two options. So I'm curious, right. out of all 
us just like ranting at you and then not giving you a chance to speak for yourself. If you have any idea <laughs> what a couple of options would be, like, do you have any idea? Like if you, like if you had to, if you walked up to a whiteboard and you wrote like columns, A, B, C, D, E, whatever, all the way down the alphabet, what are some of the, what are some of the options that you think would be worth trying? Like, let's just like, let's just spitball it for a bit and like think of some things. Maybe even take some notes if you want. <laughs> okay, well, I just from what both of you guys laid out, it kind of sounds like I'm not going too far off the mark with some of these things. Um, because, yeah, I my one thought behind the, the part-time job was just to test out something different, uh, you know, work in a different environment. And obviously, if it was Starbucks or Whole Foods or whatever the case is, it, that's not my business, and it's 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 in a different type of context of working with people than than I'm doing now. So, uh, like, uh, I'm just I'm just glad that you guys kind of reinforce that. So it sounds like that's well, like Jason said, it's it's just a step. <laughs> Whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. It's just a step. So it's just a, a step to learn and explore. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, you, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, man, I, I think I've talked enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Nate, you brought up a good point that, that had me thinking just now in terms of what, I guess, what what can I possibly learn in, you know, in, in a short time, you know, that's, that's not going to drag me down a completely different path. But what can I learn in a short time that can help me relate to a certain clientele now? and see if that shifts anything, shifts my perspective. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have the answer right now, although I'm thinking maybe maybe I could send a survey to clientele and maybe just asking them what uh, what's preventing them from, you know, reaching their, their goals or what's the biggest obstacles they have, something like that. And I think that whatever it is, I think I'll oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I assume we're going to interrupt each other here. I mean, I don't know if it's just a survey to all your clients, man. I think you, I think it's you pick one that you feel like there's a little bit of light there, and you think you can you can help them out, right? Like it's not just complete like waste uh, because they're hired you for a reason, right? Like they think you can help they they think you can help them, and they're willing to pay for it, right? So I'm. I'm I mean, if that's an option that you go, and that may not be one, but like, how can you try to just help that one person? Like, how can you understand them a little bit better? And maybe nothing comes from it. Maybe you can't do it, or maybe they're, you know, maybe you're not willing to, or maybe they're not willing to. Um, but you don't need to make it big. Like, whatever the next step is, like, like we're talking about not good or bad, but whatever the next step is, it's small. It's really small because you're just you're just testing the waters here. You're trying you're gonna try a few different things. You might find that. You love working with clients, especially the really tough ones, because now you figured out a way to talk to them, and they they uh, they they let down their guard. Or maybe you learn that you like working at Starbucks. Or maybe you, I mean, you're talking about like getting a part time job at like Starbucks and Whole Foods, but like there are other, I'm assuming higher paying careers out there too that I'm sure you're qualified for. It's just a matter of like what kind of skills that you feel like you can bring to the table, and you know what you've been working on. So there's there's a ton of different options there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. 
It, so, um, so Tony, one of the things that that we have really like enjoyed doing with with calls like these is trying to set up a a kind of an experiment. So, figuring out something that is concrete that we can that we can uh, kind of work through and, and workshop, and then come up with something that you can try like immediately, just an, an immediately applicable next step that's small enough to not be like an earth shattering change or something that could really present any issues, but just something to get more information about maybe what the next good step for you would be kind of like what, what's one thing you can do that'll make you a little bit happier now. Um, and so what I, what I'd really like to do is if you're open to it, um, let's talk through like, what's a, what's a concrete action plan, like a, a thing that, that you can try to experiment with that will give you some more information about maybe what the, the right direction is for you to head in. Um, would you be open to that? Well, yes, definitely. Awesome. Okay, so um, it, it looks like right now there there are a handful of options on the table. Um, you know, Nate suggested trying to figure out a way to get through to one of your one of your uh, difficult clients and seeing if you can get a breakthrough there. Um, there was, you know, it sounds like you've already kind of started an experiment by putting in applications for like the the other jobs. Um, there are other things that you could try as well, like uh, potentially scheduling a little bit more time for yourself in the morning, like maybe turning down a, a session first thing so that you've got some time for yourself or blocking out some time in the afternoon uh, that's specifically for you or for, for family and friends or whatever you want to prioritize there. Um, what do you think is a is a like a good first step, like something that, that you feel confident that you can commit to? that shows some potential of, of making a really positive impact on your life? I, I, uh, well, what you just mentioned, I, I know I don't do, which is, I don't actually schedule time for myself, but if there's certain, if there's certain things that I do, it's very spontaneous. Uh, so I don't know if that's, I yeah I guess that's that's a step that I can commit to because that's not something I'm currently doing so I'm not committing I'm not scheduling like when I go on a hike or whatever the case is I never schedule it's it's really just like oh I have a couple hours why don't I just go so I, I'll schedule I'll start scheduling things. Cool. Um, how do you want to do that? Do you want to uh, like so it's um, coming up on Friday here or is it Friday for you now? So I do like terrible Almost. time zones. It's Thursday night. Okay. All right. So, um, I mean, do you, do you want to put this in play? Like with an actual timeline, like next week, what are you going to schedule for yourself? Um, and then we'll follow up with you. And if you don't mind, we'll, we'll share that progress with our audience. Well, and one, one quick thing too, it's not just what are you going to schedule? It's why is it important? Like, why do you, yeah, like, absolutely. That, that That's the big thing that I want to, to to get to too right is like your idea of like like you seem to like, like you seem to need to escape a little bit right like that's why you're going on these trips that's why like you lowered your client load a little bit you need a little bit less money mm. but you got to go do some other things so if like spending time on your own is important to you and you don't currently schedule it then I think you can kind of dig down deeper into why it's important for you to have that time for yourself so if that's something that like you just said that you you could commit to that like why do you think it's important for you to schedule time for yourself. Oh, that's a great question. 
I guess because it's just the, it's in terms of who I'm becoming. Uh, like when I do these type of things, it helps. It helps me center. It helps me stay grounded and focused. Because whatever the task is, or not the task, but whatever the activity that I'm doing is, it's something I enjoy and it's something that I can kind of focus in on. And I guess when I get better at doing that, I think it kind of uh, spills out to other areas in my life. Uh, I, I know for the reading, for example, like I, I, I enjoy reading, so I know that that's like learning is a, is a value of mine. And so that's that's a big reason to like, I want to expand my skill set, my knowledge through reading, yet I don't schedule that in. And so even my reading is very haphazard. Even though I enjoy it, I don't read quite as often as I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's another, another big reason is just because I just feel like it's just gonna, that's something I enjoy, but it's also a big, big, um, I don't know what the word is, but it's just it's, it's just going to help me become who who I'd like to become. <laughs> you know, right. just, just in terms of a better a better person uh, with with more knowledge, better ways to contribute, whatever the case is. Yeah. More ideas. Was it? Uh, and I think that's a that's a really I, I like I like that because it it it's like giving yourself time to become who you want to be like you're you're creating space for you to like live up to your own expectations for yourself i think that's a that's a definitely like a a a, like an admirable goal and i think it's something that is um is very worthwhile i mean like yeah nate do you do you feel is that a, a a good justification for for making that work yeah absolutely i just i mean apologies if it seemed uh, blunt or whatever, but I, I think it's really important to know why, right? Because it's like one thing to say, I'm going to read every day or I'm going to meditate or I'm going to take this trip or I'm going to learn how to help this client, right? But you got to get down to the why. So even like all the all the examples or all the all the options that you have, like I guess that would be my only thing that I don't want to call it advice because I just I try to speak from experience more so than give advice. But in my own life, if I don't have a, a strong enough reason why, if I haven't taken that time to really think about why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, um, I find that I'm just kind of going through the motions and it's like my goals don't really have any teeth. And so that, that's why I just wanted to have you, Tony, just kind of work through that a little bit. And it seems like a great thing. So it feels like, so I guess the thing is like if you feel like scheduling some time, like how much time do you want to schedule for yourself? Like what do you think about like, you know, a day a week, uh, like a full day a week, or maybe a, cu- a couple hours on one day. Like, what do you think you can commit to that you would that you'd like to do? Mm, I guess with the time I have available to me now, it it shouldn't be like I I think if I could spend an hour reading and then maybe an hour playing bass guitar. I mean, that's just another thing that I've thought about is like just for my enjoyment. It's like, I'd like to get proficient where I could actually do like open mic nights or whatever, or even just play with other people. I've never done that before. Sure, yeah. I'm just, just, just that's just another way I think that that would challenge me and expand my what you know what my comfort zone would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
those two, I mean, those two things right in itself, like I said, with the music, the music just, it, it does a lot for me, but I think uh, an hour, if an you, hour uh, each thing would be, would be a stretch, but it'd also be very rewarding. What if you had to pick one right now? You could either, you can either spend an hour reading or an hour playing bass. Which one wins? Uh, I guess the reading. Yeah, I, and okay. I say the reading just because it, there's just more available, like more, more content available to me at this point. And well, maybe you can try the... it. Yeah, sorry, talking over each other. Maybe you can try it for a week, reading, you know, an hour a day if that's what you come up with, and then based on how you feel, either keep that or switch to bass for an hour or do a half an hour of each or something like that. But it's just, I think Are it's you... important to do that small. Where you answer? Yeah, and you well, you may even find that like if you if you adopt reading as part of a, a kind of a ritual, like for me, I I always read um, at night, so I I have a rule for myself about turning off my computer uh, at a certain time. So usually my computer is like all the way off, and I try to not be on my phone or anything after about nine p.m. And after that, I at that time is for me to spend with my girlfriend and read. Um, and so doing that, it, it, like, it was a pretty subtle change for me because I didn't really spend a lot of time on my computer after that point, but like I would get on my phone and like play games or something. And since making that distinction, I just, I just put it in my head, like, all right, so at night I read and by putting my phone down where I wasn't really accomplishing anything and picking up a book, I've managed to read, I like so, so many books over the last year and a half. And I think I'd like tripled the number of books that I've read since then. And it, it was like, it didn't even feel like I had to schedule the time. I just changed my mindset about how I was going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, the reason I bring that up is because there, there's the possibility that when you start doing this, you'll find that it fits into your schedule fairly seamlessly. And that might actually mean that you don't have to create, like you don't have to find any time you just insert it somewhere that you were already spending time and not doing much, um, which means that finding time to play bass guitar won't require more time. It'll just be, that'll be the one thing you have to schedule because reading just happens naturally due to the way your schedule is organized. Does that, does that make sense? Oh yeah, it makes total sense. Actually, what you said about the phone, I do that. Actually, I just realized I do that a lot where I'll just lose myself in, in social media or something. And, and I mean, that could be time where like what you just mentioned, where it's just no phone, everything's away, all electronics. And then it's just time for reading. So I think, uh, I want to move to just a little, and I want to be respectful of your time, man, cause I know it's like getting late, uh, where you're at. And, uh, the thing that I want to say then, so like, if you were going to run a test and we, we all kind of circled around this and we agreed the test right now or the 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 option that you're going to pick right now is you're going to read for an hour a day how can you get even more granular like what time of the day are you going to do it and then what kind of stuff do you want to read like are we talking fiction non-fiction business stuff like what do you think if you could spend an hour a day reading when would you do it and what would you read uh the i guess for the win uh I really just enjoy reading it. I mean, I enjoy reading in the morning. I think that's okay. a great way to start the day, kind of get my mind in, in, a, in, a, in a good state. 
uh, and the, the content, I mean, I have a, a, a queue of books and right now, I guess what I'm into is just personal development and personal leadership. So just a couple of books that I have on my nightstand that I just haven't got to, but I'm looking forward to, to starting is the, the power of now, um, mm-hmm. by Eckhart Tolle, uh, how Adam Smith can change your life by Russ Roberts, um, leveraging the universe by Mike Dooley. So that's, I guess right now that's kind of where I'm at. It's, it's going to be personal development, personal leadership style books, uh, in the morning. Perfect. And no, you so that's, yeah, that's great. That's, that's like, uh, so that actually like defines a, a pretty concrete experiment so we can measure how successful it's been. Um, by whether or not you've been able to put in an hour of reading each morning, um, you know, we can, so starting, uh, when do you want to start it? You want to start it tomorrow? Yeah, definitely. All right. Awesome. You need to, send, you need to send Jason and me an email, uh, tomorrow after you're done. You don't need to do it right away or anything crazy, but let us know and let me know what you read. I'm curious. And then I want to, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, good. And then w- one more thing. And I know this sounds kind of weird, right? And I, I want to kind of just like uh, circle back around to where we started. Um, like when we started, you seemed a little bit like not happy <laughs> about things. <laughs> and I feel you because it seems like you're, it's like a tough situation to be in, right? Like where you're not really feeling excited about what you're doing, especially when you've spent so long building it. And I know it, I don't know if it seems weird for anyone else, but it's kind of funny that like, we started there and now we're talking about Tony reading a book for an hour a day. And it's really, I think, easy to just say if that doesn't seem like progress because Tony, like, you don't know if you still like, should you stop the business? Should you start a different one? Should you get a new job? But there's all these unanswered questions, right? And it's, it can seem a little weird, but in my experience in my own life and then just helping other people, it's like, it's these small almost like seemingly insignificant things that you start to like get little wins. It's like you start to do something that moves you forward and, it, and it's positive and it's, it's, it helps you become the kind of person you want to be, or it helps you do the stuff that you think you want to do. And over time, it sounds corny, but that stuff kind of builds up, right. And opens up new ideas and new experiments to test. Like who knows, like you start with an hour a day in the morning you're reading and who knows where the hell that goes. But Maybe it goes somewhere amazing, or maybe it just feels good to take that hour out of the day. And maybe the other problems of the business and stuff, maybe maybe they decrease a little bit, or maybe they change. You know what I mean? I just I, I just wanted to say that because it's it's just interesting to me. And I think if 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 we put this up for people to listen to, and you know, so someone's just listening to this, it's like, but this guy was talking about how he needs to figure out what to do with his life. And then we end up with like, well, what he's going to do with his life is he's going to read a book in the morning. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> I, just, I wanted to bring it back to that because I think it's really important. And I think people feel like they do need to burn it down when it's just these small incremental steps and in, in the direction that you want to go. So anyway, rant over. But thanks for listening. And yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah. So if, if I can, so, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in because I, I want to even go a little bit deeper behind what Nate was just saying. Um, because it like, while it seems insignificant to do this sort of stuff, what it's actually doing is it's just changing the power dynamic in your Mm -hmm. own mind. And it's, it's giving 
telling you like you control your schedule, your schedule doesn't control you. Um, so for me, uh, when I was working my crazy, you know, crazy weeks and feeling unhappy about my my career and wanting to get out, what it was, it wasn't the work. It was the it was the like all of the stuff around the work. It was the fact that I felt like I never had time to myself. I was, you know, tied to my email and tied to my phone. And so when I when I was able to kind of make these small adjustments, like I'm taking this time for myself, I'm not going to get on my phone after this time. And I, I was able to just shift that perception in my head where I wasn't beholden to my email. I chose, like I got to work on my terms. And even though nothing really changed, like it was very subtle the way that things changed, things like taking an hour out of my day to read a book or taking an hour in the morning, in my case, to write um, or shutting down my email after 7 p.m. or whatever it was that I decided to do. Each of those little steps was a small declaration that I was the one in charge of my destiny. I It was a perceptual shift and it was the thing that allowed me to remember that my career was not the only reason that I existed. And the, the pursuit of that success was the pursuit of the means to live the life that I wanted to live and not the end in itself. Like I wasn't working because I wanted to have the best career. I was working because I wanted to have the best life. And if my career was impeding on the rest of my life, I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. So it was getting that perception back, getting back to the role where, you know, my schedule serves me, not my job. Um, so when we talk about this, when we talk about taking an hour to read, while it does seem like on the surface, like it's not that big of a step, what it what it's doing is it's starting the process of realigning what priorities are and what, you know, why we do the things we do and, and why we set up the schedule the way that we do. Mm -hmm. Tony, how did it feel to just have us rant at you for the last 10 minutes? <laughs> like, are you, I want to check in with you. Like, is every, like, how are you feeling about the conversation? I mean, we've been on the phone for an hour. Do you feel like this was like, how do you feel about it in general and be honest? Uh, no, I mean, honestly, I really liked how you kind of just tied it all together. That, that really just kind of cemented it for me. And then something specific that Jason said in terms of that, you know, this, my career is not, or I forget what what you said is like my schedule or whatever. It's not for my career. It's for my life. Like that, that kind of hit home for me. Cause yeah, I don't, I don't want to be the best uh, fitness coach. I, you know, I, in my life, you know, I want to, I, I just want to be the best person I can be in my life. I want to, I just want to experience and utilize what I learned as being a fitness coach, but you know, have that enhanced and, just bring more value and, and joy into the rest of my life. You know, I guess, I, uh, I mean, that, that helped a lot, actually. Okay. Awesome, man. Good. Yeah, good. So um, um, we're, we're pushing up against an hour here. Did you have any, any questions for us, anything we didn't touch on that you wanted to go through before we wrap this up? Yeah, or any, any questions about anything? No, actually, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, you you guys just you just hit it for me in the in the last, I guess the last five to ten minutes with what you all just talked about. So nothing nothing for nothing from me right now. So thank you. 
All right. Well, uh, Tony, man, it, this was this was a lot of fun. I I um, I appreciate you being so open with us and and like being willing to share this stuff because I know it's it's hard to talk about this stuff, especially when it feels like you know uh, I don't know I, if you feel like you need the answers but you don't have them. It's um, I just I really appreciate the the honesty on your part. Yeah, me too. Oh no, I mean I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you guys for uh, for taking your time. I mean out of your schedules and I know it's not ideal especially since you're out of country with all the, the situations and the, the the crazy Wi-Fi spots that you got going on there but yeah thank you <laughs> uh, we uh, we were yeah. used to it by now and Jason your uh, your internet seemed to hold up so nice job nice good good um, good all right so Tony you're going to uh, send us an email um, tomorrow afternoon when uh, you're done reading your book for an hour and I mean, you don't need to check in with us too much, but we'll kind of help keep you accountable at least for the next little bit and kind of check in with you and see how things are going. Yeah, and I would be curious just to like keep a pulse on yourself and and see if just that little change starts to make you feel a little bit better about things and and if there's maybe ways to expand on that as time goes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, keep in touch with us and let us know because I, I, I would be very curious to see how a, just even a little change like this affects you and you know I, I would love to to kind of keep a pulse on it and, and share that with our audience okay yeah I'm excited for it I mean this is something that like I said I, I really enjoy but just the fact that it's going to be a priority and it's going to be scheduled I think that's that's pretty exciting for me so thank you yeah man awesome all right well thanks so much Tony um, we will be in touch soon okay cool uh, all right. I'll email you guys tomorrow done that's good Take care, Take man. Take care, man. All right. Take care. Thanks.